0: Hey everybody, welcome to Defining Kinks. Uh, I am super psyched to be back. I have missed this. Um, And I have two very awesome returnee guests for those that don't know them, that is Talking Smut and Sneaky Smut. Hello. Hello. Yeah, and I'm super psyched to have them here. And uh, I think they're super psyched to be here. Very much so. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We have a good topic today. We're super psyched. Yes. Hmm. Exactly. And, uh, right. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we are, um, today's topic is role play, which is a big one. It's a big, uh, it's a pretty, uh, it, I would say it's one of the main kinks uh for better or for worse. Mm-hmm.
1: It is. It, it definitely is. is. Yeah, I, yeah,
0: it's like a really big one honestly and uh as the show goes on you'll find out for us especially uh in our uh our craft and our work uh, it's a very big one for us just on a different <laughs> level actually. Uh so I'm pretty that's I'm pretty hyped. That's why I wanted to have a couple of people here to to offer some different perspectives. Um But before we get rolling into that, um, if you follow me, you probably already know who these two are, these um, smutty partners in crime. (laughs) Um, But uh, if you don't, I'm going to give them a second to just tell you a little bit about themselves. Uh, We'll start, ladies first, uh, with Snakey. Go ahead.
1: Hi, I'm Snaky Smut. Uh, you may know me from Twitter or Ruthie's Twitter or Reddit. <laughs> I do uh, voice acting and make hot audio porn. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I do? I don't do a whole else more than that. I <laughs> hang out on Discord and work all the time. <laughs> but um, if you know about me, you know about me. And this topic hits very close to home for me, so I'm super excited to be here tonight
0: yes Yay. yes yes we're we're excited to have you and then Thank we have you. from across the pond talking <laughs> smart mm-hmm.
2: yeah uh, I'm I'm talking smart and literally as well as figuratively and um, <laughs> uh, I'm a, a voice actor and uh, a maker of audio porn and a variety of other things I do a bit of writing on the side and um you where will you know me from from twitter if if you you know you, if you've come across me there and uh, but mostly Reddit um, and and a couple mm-hmm. of other places as well, where I'm trying to extend my reach, sending out tentacles yes. um, <laughs> and and like like Snaky, uh, this is pretty much what I do pretty much full time, so
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, it's great. we are We are some of the blessed few, I think um uh, it's it's work. don't get us wrong, mm-hmm. but I think it's uh it's a good kind of work. Something we're passionate about, and if you can work somewhere you're passionately passionate about, that's a blessing, I think. So
1: mm-hmm. definitely.
0: And with that, um, for those that don't know me, which you should—I mean, you're listening to my show. <laughs> yeah. so. No, I'm just kidding. Um, for those, something you may not know about me: um, I am an accomplished maker of D and D cocktails, a horrible <laughs> video gamer, love to make people laugh, and I love to talk about kink. And uh, we're just going to dive right into roleplay right now. So, yeah. yeah. Yay! Hmm. So, speaking of roleplay, um, I always defer to my guest first. So, whichever one of you or if both of you want to take a little crack at it, what it would be, how would you define or explain roleplay to somebody that possibly has no idea what
1: roleplay is? You go first, but I went first before. Okay.
2: <laughs> um... What a good question. What is roleplay? Roleplay is playing, let's pretend, but with grown-ups.
1: Oh no, I'm not <laughs> able to follow that. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's
2: what it is. It's when it's oh, when it's so people good. it's when people decide that they want to um, explore a fantasy or explore a, a scenario um, not necessarily, you know, that that involves uh, tools or toys or whatever. But involves mm-hmm. a situation or uh, a character or a persona that they find interesting or intriguing, and it is essentially it's it's like mm-hmm. finding a way to enact a fantasy with with partners, with a partner or partners.
1: That's mm-hmm. totally yeah. That's such a good answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty good answer. Yeah,
1: pretty pretty good,
0: pretty great answer. Yeah. Do you do you defer to any additions or uh, uh, your <laughs> own dare you? <laughs>
1: No, wait, I can't follow
0: that. That's the last time I let you go first. Oh, well, we're yeah, done uh, Right, so moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I had it defined from the book, but I guess, you know. <laughs> um, no, uh, when I looked around, uh, just um, as far as accumulative definitions that I try to go, again, mm-hmm. I've told all my listeners, don't trust everything you you find out on the internet. Do some, And if you do look on the internet, do some cross-referencing, okay? Don't yeah. take the first thing you find is law or like the what it is kind of thing. Um, So between all of them, what I got is pretty much what Smut said. Uh, Role playing is to act out or perform the part of a person or a character and or a particular situation or to participate in a role playing game, which, you know, that's more tabletop kind of stuff and other things but (laughs) in any any event um, but more so in the bedroom this is about being someone else for a sexual encounter or session Mm -hmm. and acting out all of your desires with your partner that fall into that scope Um, so yeah pretty much what Smut said Um, and uh, yeah we're gonna we're just gonna start (laughs) talking about it because honestly like (laughs) I just want to dive right in. Roleplay is great. I think it's great. Uh, I think the only thing I would add to it, um, because I've been asked this question before, like people are like, I don't understand. I don't get roleplay. You know, they're like, I just don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just, you know, and I'm just like, think of it as you play a video game. And the reason I say that is because I talk to a lot of gamers. Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody that's ages, you know, You know, obviously, we're only going to talk about legal teens, but legal teens up to, you know, late adults, even Mm -hmm. everybody enjoys a good video game every now and then or has to some extent you turn on the video game. You are that character. You're Mario. You're the Wastelander. You're somebody that's fighting seven days in the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. You know, uh, you are dating a dream daddy. Whatever you are. <laughs> um you are that character while that game is going. Yep. And you have fun and you make your choices and you play out the little scenarios of that character and then when it's over you turn the game off. Mm-hmm. And you go back to being you. Yep. And you had fun while you were doing it, hopefully, you know. Yeah. And um that's the easiest way I can equate what role playing is, you know, now just add all those fun like smut said adult things that we love to do. <laughs> And uh, scenarios, and uh, you got it. Uh, You know, that's what I would say.
1: I would agree. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a really good way to put it about going like the video game thing. That's yeah, that's a good way to explain. Yeah, I think it's a good
0: way. Yeah, I'm trying to get better at, um, especially for viewer listeners and stuff, to just find a way to explain it for those that have less and less sexual experience. Mm -hmm. You know, or you know, try not to lean too much on like. Oh, well, obviously, if you're asking this question, you know what this is. You know, <laughs> right. like, right. you know, like, uh, if I bring up bondage and I automatically I want to talk about shibari, mm-hmm. whew, goes right over people's heads sometimes. <laughs> and I I realize that sometimes you can't lean on that. Right. So, so I'm just like, okay, how can I explain these to things outside of these scopes, mm-hmm. <laughs> outside of the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, I've already said it's great, mm-hmm. but let's talk about why we each think. That it what what is so great about it? Um so let's talk about why we think it's so great. Um Cool. And so obviously we know that um Snakey loves it. Yes, I do loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Snakey loves role play. So so Snakey, what are the you know, what is so great about it or what are the elements of it that make it a very desirous, sexy kink? You know.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've always really liked about it is, um, <laughs> this is going to make me sound terrible. I have a tendency <laughs> to get bored with people quickly, like in relationships. Mm. I know that sounds terrible. It doesn't happen all the time, okay? <laughs> but sometimes okay, yeah. it does. And role play is something that spices things up. Even if you have like a really kinky sex life, it's, it's being, it's like being with someone different sometimes you've like maybe heard, I, I know it's in a couple songs, like putting on a wig and make somebody feel like they're cheating on somebody, but it's true. Like it can completely just alter things. It can spice things up. It can make you like, be like, oh, well, you know, I see why I'm in this relationship or why we get along so well. Cause we can do fun stuff like this together, um, it's it's really appealing on that level. The other side of it is, um, truth be told, I'm a huge nerd, so <laughs> I've always... Fair. Um, I've always had a list of, like, fictional characters that I wanted to fuck. I always got Mm -hmm. my um, needs met through reading, like, fan fiction and stuff like that. But when I got older and I had partners that were willing (laughs) to go the extra mile (laughs) and try and make that a reality for me, it's amazing. If somebody – I feel like it's also a really big gift that somebody can give you. If somebody is willing to go out of their way (laughs) – to be something yeah. that you really desire. That's amazing. That's such a good feeling. Oh,
0: so great.
1: And it's yeah. and it goes the same way for me. I've had people tell me things that they're into and it might not do it for me, but if that's the character that you want to fuck, I will try my best to do it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, no, totally. Yeah. It's a good thing, too. It's a good um it's a good and I think I will just add to that part, especially about the partner giving it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, sometimes I think, um, sometimes our partners may be into stuff or, uh, you know, maybe they bring up a character that you've never even heard of, you know, or like a fandom or something like I, I, you know, and I'll use this example because, uh, anybody that follows snaky and, and even, um, talking smut, no big Harry Potter, uh, fandom girl, (laughs) um, you know, especially, you know, But there are people in the world, believe it or not, that have no clue what, you know, anybody Mm -hmm. from Harry Potter would act like, sound like, even look like, you know. And um, the fact is, is that if you can bring it up to your partner and they can go, you know what? I have no idea. (laughs) Yes. And whatever. Let me just do a little research with you or let me get the cost, you know, like that means a lot and stuff. And
1: it's a big step to do that because I've. And even if it doesn't work out the way that you're like really hoping, it's still fun and it's still a good experience to have with a partner because I've had partners in the past that are like, you know what, I'll try it for you, Snakey, and they do and it's (laughs) awful and we just laughed about it
0: (laughs) and it's still
1: fun. Um, But when it actually does work out and it, it meets a need for you, which I'm sure we'll get into at some point, it is a huge it's almost like a relief because there's only so mm-hmm. much you can get from that like fantasy in your head, but having somebody do it and it actually works mm. out or fills that hole. It's an amazing feeling. And exactly, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Exa- yeah, exactly. Um, what about you? Smut? What are you, what are your, um, what for you, like is the most appealing desires? You know, what about the kink uh, role play mm. um- really stands out to you? <laughs>
2: Well, I'm an incredible show-off. <laughs> no and, way.
0: Geez, <laughs> no and a way. huge nerd. Um, so
2: <laughs> when I get the chance to be theatrical about something, if my partner says to me, you know, hey, uh, I'd, I'd really like to experience this. I And my the first thing my brain does is go, how do we set that up?
3: Yeah, what, there you go. Scene setter. What props can I <laughs> use for
2: this? Do I Do I need to go shopping for a uniform or a a costume, or can we just wing it with what I've already got in the wardrobe? Let me go and check.
0: <laughs> um, exactly.
2: And so, you know, uh, my head immediately starts constructing ways to make that happen. And
0: mm-hmm. that's
2: enormous fun for me. And then yeah. to in- to include a partner in it, because, you know, it's kind of a hobby for me anyway at this point. Um, <laughs> but to include a partner in that and watch them have uh, the experience that they were looking for, or even getting close to that—that's something else.
3: Yeah. And
2: um, one of the nice things about role play is that when you get it, like even close to right, doesn't have to be spot on, but even close to right, the experience that everyone has is heightened. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's so true. If your partners have, if your partners having a good time, they're having a really good time. <laughs> and you know, if you if you like, um seeing that reaction in someone you're close to this is a great way to get it without having to go to you know like lengths uh mm-hmm. you know or, or extreme lengths to to get that kind of thing because you're feeding a kink and the response to a kink is usually huge excitement
3: yeah.
2: and probably some really good sex
3: let's be <laughs> yeah, honest yep. because
2: yeah yeah because because everyone's in that you get people in that mood, in that zone, and all the responses are heightened and their feelings are heightened. And what do you think the result of that is going to be for you? <laughs> you are going to get, <laughs> in large capital letters, late.
3: Like, you yeah. will not
2: believe if it all goes really well. And even if it, like I said, even if it doesn't, it's still going to be great. Yeah, it's that's, that's the joy yeah. of it. Yeah, everyone still has fine. fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and what Snakey was saying, is like, when it doesn't work... <laughs> you know when 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 it's not all quite right it is some of the funniest stuff that you want experience
0: it is and that, that, exactly yeah. and that's and that's my next question um because i really wanted to hit on this and, and i love that you guys are saying that it's fun in a good positive way mm-hmm. and it doesn't make it bad but some people when they think of role play i think they only think that role play is only inherently silly when I don't think that it is only inherently silly personally, but, but I think as we've said, and, and you guys will agree and maybe you know um, expound on it a little bit, but when it goes bad, it's silly and it's something you can laugh about. I mean, yeah. how, it, I guess in my opinion, how, like how Smut said, how spot on are you going to be? Like there is obviously going to be a degree of separation here. Right. Like, you know, because nobody can, you can, you could get like a tv (laughs) or movie replica outfit yeah but it will never be a hundred percent you know right Right. that role so you've gotta you've gotta come on take a little take a little pressure off of it and (laughs) make it fun you know like Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen yeah you can't Um,
1: expect it to be exactly perfect or everybody's gonna have a bad time yeah but i mean yeah because like you said we'll get into it. I have really good stories and really funny stories cuz they're <laughs> terrible. But yeah. Oh, good. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. And and that's uh that's my thing is it, it, it's I guess before we get like into the silly serious thing mm-hmm. and and the different elements of each and stuff, I I I feel that I agree with both of you guys. I'm kind of like right down the middle um in in the I feel like this is the submissive episode again, um, or <laughs> er, the switch episode. Cause I feel like I was right down the middle with being a switch and you were very submissive snake. Sweat yeah. <laughs> so was very dominant. I was like right in the middle again. Um, cause I'm the same way as a, as a girl that, um, grew up reading a lot. Mm-hmm. There was just so many like fantasy fantasy, like scenarios. It just, I wanted to be other places and experience other people. And yep. I wanted to do the same way character with characters and in sexual scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I wanted to that. And then there's the part of me that is a very big, like, technical theater. And <laughs> oh, God, I've, always, I've always <laughs> been interested in technical theater and setting a stage. Mm-hmm. In high school and college, I was backstage director. So prop masters and costuming, and I've done cosplay. And I still, like, anytime I go to, like any sort of like convention or any like when we get back to doing so in the world um i always have to have like this outfit or character and like do this cosplay and dress up and like play the part because i like that challenge and i like that expressing myself that way creatively and so like how smut said it appeals to that Mm -hmm. part of me that loves to like create that you know oh, no, that it's, and, it's and an, play that out it like
1: helps your acting kink for sure yes the,
0: exactly and i'm
1: like that too because like halloween is my favorite holiday and i've always taken it as okay this is a perfect time <laughs> that i have an yes. excuse to go all out and make the perfect costume <laughs> Hmm.
0: so mm-hmm,
1: yeah i can exactly
0: yeah and it's yeah so i feel like it, it appeals to both of those things mm-hmm. and um and I think, you know, we're we're going to talk to it a little bit uh, more later and stuff because I've got some good uh, questions and stuff. But I, I, I feel that both of those, mm-hmm. both of those perspectives I see a lot of. And then also, which we're about to get into, it keeps sex fun. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. I don't – I'm a very, like – I like to just have fun sex. I don't care how serious it is <laughs> yes. or how silly it is. Yes. At some point, this girl is going to giggle. Oh, yeah. The tone and why and how I giggle just depends on what we're doing. <laughs> but like, I'm going to giggle. Like, it's just me. I just like to have fun. And I'm very, very playful. And so to me, role play is just like a fun thing as serious or as light as it goes and it's just a nice little like you said spices it up yep gives it a little spice absolutely um exactly so um yeah so we're going in and um uh so silly or serious um <laughs> i think we've hit that it can be both it, it can be both oh, I, sure. I, I guess oh it,
1: definitely
0: how it how oh so here's a good question What do you think inherently makes the difference between a role play that leans that ends up being more silly versus one that ends up being more intense or
1: serious? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question.
2: Hmm. That is good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it depends on, and this could be different for everyone. I think that it depends on what you're doing, who you're Mm -hmm. pretending to be, Um, Mm -hmm. I guess kind of what the scene entails, because we'll get deeper into my experience before, but I used to do a role play character thing with my ex that the characters in it were pretty serious. I'm not going to give anything away because it's one of my good ones, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. but but it had a lot of elements that are, uh, CNC, so consent, non-consent, we would map it out before, Mm -hmm. but it's very serious. So... I found myself laughing and, you know, like, joking afterwards, like, oh, my God, this thing that you said was so funny, like, (laughs) whatever. But, like, (laughs) there's sometimes that you're so, I don't know, this sounds so crazy to say. (laughs) You're so deep (laughs) into it in the moment that you can, which I love when that happens, right? When you can completely just forget that real life exists Mm -hmm. and you're having a total moment. Um. Yeah. But that's more serious to me. Like, there's some, I feel like there's like times when you're doing certain role plays that it's light and funny. Like, maybe you're dressing up as a nurse <laughs> or a schoolgirl. Yeah. And that's kind of funny. <laughs> but like, you take other characters or other scenarios that are maybe a little bit more serious. And that's kind of when it gets real, if that's what you've planned beforehand, obviously. But I feel like that's mm-hmm. when it's gotten serious for me. I don't know if you're the same, smut. Um,.
2: Yeah. I broadly, yes, I think I am. Uh, when you've had the opportunity to plan something, mm-hmm. it tends to be a little more serious because um, if you've had to talk about it beforehand, it means that maybe there's some stuff that your partner definitely wants involved mm-hmm. or um, or stuff that you need to be in there, in which case, you know, you want to hit those, those particular beats, whatever they are. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that can help or that can turn role play less serious is spontaneity.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Like, um,
2: I mean, like role role play with before. We, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but you know, role know. play can be something as, as as spontaneous as just strapping on a tool belt and pretending to be sexy workman. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> this is true. I, had a, true. I
2: had I had a friend who who actually did this for his partner. She was um she'd had a bad day. And he uh, he he disappeared into the uh, in, into his kitchen, stripped to his socks, strapped on his his work belt, came in and kind of leaned against the wall in the living room. And was like, hey,
3: I <laughs> yeah, hear I hear I you need your, I
2: hear you need your roofing repointed or something. And she was like, yeah. oh God, and and yeah, um, totally silly moment. But did they end up having sex? Yes, they did.
0: yeah and i'm sure they had fun they did yeah yeah. you know yeah
2: but that that was kind of the point it was a it was a nice little pressure relief for them um yeah and you know if you sex is inherently very silly
3: Mm -hmm.
2: um Mm -hmm. one of my one of my favorite forms of comedy is watching people be very serious in porn despite the the (laughs) position they're in and and how awful they look, you know. That's yeah. that's serious. I'm 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 really going hard at this face that that some performers have. Um, yeah, it reduces me to tears sometimes. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> um, true. If you accept that sex is sometimes very silly, then a light-hearted role play is, you know, it it's part of the fun.
1: Totally.
2: Yeah, bring a sense of humor with you anyway, so that if it does all go a bit a bit off, you can laugh at it. <laughs>
1: yeah don't be too serious about it because i had a friend that tried it with her ex and she wanted she went into it with unrealistic expectations and came out very upset Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) yeah and i I would suggest that for any kink like yeah yeah, don't don't put too much pressure especially if it's a newer one that Mm -hmm. if it's new to you your partner or you're still filling things out and stuff or if it's something that you know you one day maybe want it to be even more elevated or more serious Don't, don't like, don't give yourself unrealistic expectations. I've always said it, walk before you run, you know, and stuff. Otherwise, it's, you're going to let yourself down, you Mm -hmm. know, and your partner will feel that they've let you down and and nobody should feel that way. You should feel proud that you even tried it. A lot of people will have fantasies for years and lock them away and never share them with anybody.
1: It's true. And,
0: and, um, you know, we don't want that. That's one of the reasons that I started this show. Um... (laughs) You know, so you will all be bigger horse. And we thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Heck you're yeah. welcome. It's a public service, really.
1: <laughs> I, I guess. Um, I guess the other ahead.
2: thing. Sorry, just to, no, to throw no. this in, the other thing that, that determines whether it's something's going to be lighthearted or not is subject matter. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's going to be not to be flippant, but it's going to be really hard to do funny prison guard you know um if if what if yeah. what your partner wants is like uh um an orange is the new black type encounter, then you know bringing a sense of humor to that okay yeah is it's important, but that's going to detract from the atmosphere that they want to create, so mm-hmm. you know so sometimes yeah, it right. is just it is literally content. what is the scenario and what is what what do you need the content to be and then you know it's it's time to put the game face on and and really concentrate, really focus
1: that's true. Yeah.
0: And, um, I think for me, I well, and I probably say this more to myself before anybody else, but, um, if, if it is a more serious content and, and it, and not even that it, when we say serious, we don't, I guess when I say serious in this aspect, um, and maybe you guys can echo me here. I mean, intense. You know how yeah. you want like that mm-hmm. intensity? Yeah. That's what we mean. We don't mean like somber. <laughs> We're not talking like <laughs> <Yeah>. serious melancholy <laughs> stuff. There can be like very serious things and stuff. Like, okay, like here's an example. The scene could seem somber, but what, the, what I want is the intensity. Right. So if the role play is that I am a governess or something – And the master of the house is a very dark, brooding widower. Okay, okay. But see, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, Jane Eyre. Okay, yeah. See, okay, you've read it. (laughs) I was like, or something. (laughs) Like nobody's gonna know. Um, But the point is, is that although the characters may be very serious, and maybe initially it's like melancholic or like serious. The point is, is what the ultimate drive is that intensity, Mm -hmm. like that cataclysm of these characters, you know, and um, so that's what that's what I think I'm more driving. I think we're all driving at more when we say serious Um, and it could be a number of different avenues. It doesn't even have to be that sort of thing. You can get the same sort of thing out of something more primal um, that doesn't even have very depthful you know, dark or, you know, somber backstories, I guess, to the characters you're playing or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that intensity. Um, but I guess my suggestion would be if you lean more playful or if you're relatively new to this, maybe don't start with something. So going oh. for something so intense. <laughs> like I think it takes like a, also a partner language establishment before that mm-hmm. to get there. Because I think if you know your partner more, you'll also know even if it's a little out of character, you'll know the buttons to hit that like right. kicks a, a sex uh, encounter into something more intense. Yep. Um, you know, cause everybody's different. Sometimes sure. it's a certain way of being touched or a certain tone of voice or a certain amount of language or something. When you know your partner, you'll learn how you can integrate the character that they wanna see and play this out with and mm-hmm. what personally as a, as a sexual being you know you'll be able to weave these things so I would say if you're going for something more serious or intense don't make that your first role play (laughs) or do laugh it off (laughs) and then come back six months later when you've graduated (laughs) on a little more few role plays
2: (laughs) work work up to it work up to it slowly and gradually
1: or you can go big but realize that it might (laughs) not pan out the way that you think that it's going to (laughs) exactly
3: but I've hired a location
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: what do you, what do you mean? I came with this bag of rope. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. Oh
0: my goodness, so funny. Um yeah, so it, yeah, have fun with it. Uh I've totally uh I think the silliness does come from spontaneity and like you said lack of planning. Not lack of planning, just not even worried about planning, honestly. Yeah. Um it's not even that you're being lazy about it. It's just that Oh, let's just have it fun and spice it up a little bit, you know. Like you order pizza for the night because it's your movie night, and maybe you you get takeout. And when your partner comes in with the pizza, it's like, "Brought you this pizza, ma'am." Like it's so dumb (laughs) and so silly, and it's just like, "Oh, I don't have any money," like (laughs) you know. And like we all giggle and stuff, but you can (laughs) sit there and giggle and have some fun, silly romp'y sex, and then enjoy your pizza and your movie night. Like
1: it's so true. Yeah. And you can even, if you, um, you can be something for your partner that maybe they really want to do, but they would never go out and do on their own. Yeah. Um, and it can still be silly like that. Like, uh, me and my ex, um, he had always he'd never had a one night stand and wanted to like pick somebody up at a bar ah uh, yes <laughs> so, so yeah so one time we went to a bar together and pretended like we didn't know each other
0: yeah <laughs> so, no and that's funny
1: shit like that and he's like ordered me a drink and he's like i i just guessed what you might like and i'm like oh my god this is exactly what i wanted.
3: <laughs>
0: right right
1: <laughs> it's just fun stuff like that it doesn't oh. have to, yeah it doesn't have to be like a a five-part production.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it it doesn't have to um, be it at all, and um, and yeah, just just be open. You know, it's a mm-hmm. small way to add just a small degree of intensity to it. Um, like I know um, something me and an ex have done in the past is being in a in you know we can't help. When when you get aroused sometimes or you get horny sometimes. And some people just lean that way in general. So when (laughs) you're in a house full of people and it's late – and you're in bed together and you're like, we can't really do this, you know, and stuff and everything. And then like somebody goes, Oh no, we can't, because our parents might hear. And you're just like <laughs> oh. and then like you both have it, you both have that face like, we can't say that. It's like we Google and like, oh yeah, they wouldn't want to hear, you know, and stuff. And like and then it just like kicks it up for a minute and you're just like, okay. And then it turns into this whole scenario of like, we gotta be really quiet, you know? But like, we really needed to be quiet. But it was just like, we added this stupid little element to us that was like playful and funny. And, you know, I think most people remember what it's like to be young and, you know, things like that. So,
2: yeah. I've actually That's experienced fun. the opposite end of that, which is, um, which is, shh, the kids are asleep. you're Yeah, the friends. kids,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. What? I was gonna say, oh there is God, that other end. You-
2: Oh my god, the kids! Yes, you're right.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. There's there's a, a million, yeah, a different a million different scenarios and things like that. Um, uh, uh, so we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but can you think of any other? Um, I guess maybe. Uh, I mean, it sounds like I mean, uh, maybe there are certain elements that you don't like about the kink but i think more so what might be easier if we haven't already hit out hit on it are what are possibly maybe some misconceptions or mm, things that people that might shame the roleplay kink um mm-hmm. that you might that you guys might have heard that you possibly would want to address i know we talked about i think one of the faux pas is people take it too seriously or they try to yeah. run before they can walk or they have high expectations i know that's definitely one um,
1: um one that i experienced with mm-hmm. the not so great acts was mm. you're doing this because you don't want me and you want to cheat on me and i'm like <laughs> oh good
0: good to bring up that was mm-hmm. yeah yeah i wanted i wanted that brought up <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I'm like, but it was so funny, and I can laugh about it now.
0: <laughs> but it was yeah. so funny.
1: I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm literally asking you to be somebody that doesn't exist. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Like, but yeah, that is a big, and I've heard people say that, like, oh, I don't do that. It's just, it's, you know, that's catering to because you don't actually want me. Like, what? No, that has nothing to do with it. I want you, therefore, I'm asking you to do this with me. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yes, so.
1: exactly.
2: Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I've come across that as well, um, where somebody says, uh, "What well, am I? Am I, am I not good enough for you?" Oh,
3: yeah, that
1: one. That's the
2: other one. It's, it's the big insecurity as well. Um, you know, my partner needs to imagine that I'm somebody else in order to get aroused.
1: Oh, yes, that. Yes.
2: That's not what. That's not how that works. That's not. It's yeah. really not how that works.
0: Mm -mm. no No, it's not and it's and i and i think that is one that i that is probably the biggest one that i wanted brought up i figured you guys would probably land on it as well (laughs) but it's um yeah because um you know we've talked about how fun it is to be you know somebody else and to do something else and everything and uh, honestly yeah that's not how it works your partner like how snakey said the reason they're even sharing you with this, and I, I've said this in previous episodes, is when somebody shares a kink or, like, something as silly as roleplay, because at the end of the day, it is silly in a sense to be like, mm-hmm. hey, um, so <laughs> when I was a teenage girl, I watched Dracula, and, like, I always thought it'd be really <laughs> hot to, like, fuck Dracula, Will you be Dracula tonight? <laughs> like, you know, like, come on. Like, that is a yeah. vulnerable thing to say. A lot of people in the world might laugh you off. But, like, mm-hmm. a partner that you find sexy and that finds you sexy and that you want to be, you know, that sexual energy and to please them, that's a bit of vulnerability. You know, yeah. they want to do mm-hmm. it with you. You know, they trusted you. <laughs> you know, They want yeah. you to bring their fantasy to life. They're not going to some buddy else out in the world you know <laughs> they want you to do it mm-hmm. um so to me I, you know that's my thing because uh, i don't share all of my fantasy you know it, like in the oh, past yeah. i don't share everything not it well and even if i do i don't immediately like <laughs> oh same. oh my god that's me that is not, absolutely me you know whether oh. it's silly or serious or whatever i there's a a process of sharing <laughs> oh,
1: yes, there's the breadcrumb trail yes of just little little hints <laughs> sprinkles yeah. around
0: yeah, exactly and so finally
1: maybe I've had a couple of drinks one night and then I'll tell you <laughs> yes
0: yes but yeah I would be there <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: It's so vulnerable because, like, you also have the fear in the back of your head that they're gonna like laugh at you. Yes. Like, oh my god, no! It's true.
0: Like, it's totally (laughs) true, though, because there's because it is kind of laughable in a way, you know. But yeah, at the same time, like, come on. When we talk about like video games or movies or um, tabletop gaming or just pretending, or who the hell doesn't sit at a desk? I don't care what your (laughs) job is. Someday, when you're doing the most mundane task. Every job in the world has mundane tasks. I love what I do. And there are times that I'm sitting here doing tasks where I'm like, Oh God, like I wish, you know, (laughs) I was on a mountain somewhere snowed in, you know, with a big something, (laughs) you know, with me, you know, like the point is, is like, we all have those times where we would totally love to be somebody else for a whole minute. And that would be my defense to that. You know, oh, you don't love me and stuff like that. Have you considered it from the other side of the spectrum? Like one of my fantasies, I'll share. One of my fantasies is actually like being, it plays into a few different things from my upbringing and and just the way that I saw myself in the world. But like Mm -hmm. one of the hottest kinks to me, I guess, um, is like forced relationships, like forced marriages, forced engagements, Mm -hmm. or like. Mm-hmm. When you're thrown together with somebody and you have no choice, you know, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, I love that because a lot of that plays off of primal stuff and magnetism and just energy, you know, like, because yeah. usually I try to get along with everybody. I want to learn people. I want to know people. I want to fall in love with people, honestly, because I'm just yeah. that kind of weirdo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you're forced to be some with somebody – I think my Southern pride automatically is just like, no, like, i are not going <laughs> to deal with that. You know, you can't tell me what to do, you know? So I think the part of that is, but forever, it was like being a forced marriage scenario. And I would be like, you know, the wedding would be quick. I can tell you how much, if you can't tell what kind of books I read growing up,
1: uh, when
0: I first found smut, <laughs> smut the literature, not smut the person. Um, so, um, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, it was forced marriage, quick ceremony, no love involved, very mechanical. And then you're taken like scantily clad to the marriage chamber, <laughs> where, oh. you know, like, you know, you're presented like maybe you're painted up, maybe you're dolled up or maybe you're just in a simple shift or whatever. But the point is, is like you have no choice in the matter. and You're just going to go in there and you are going to be, you know, it, to me, that's <laughs> like a very silly, very archaic nowadays a very archaic thing uh in a lot of instances but the point that's is, is yeah right right <laughs> yeah. and then but like somebody could easily laugh it off like that's just ridiculous you know or like whatever and I'm just like I don't know I just like it <laughs> you <know>? like why <laughs> you gotta hate on me <laughs> like I just like it um so yeah it's a you 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 feel like it is a vulnerability kind of thing but the point is is mm-hmm. like approach it from the other end um it's not that I want you to be a prince But maybe it's because I want to be a princess. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's because I want choices taken away from me that I'm afraid to make myself.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely that.
0: And I will say that growing up now, I realized that's one of the reasons that the forced marriage thing is a big kink of mine. Because when it comes to relationships, I'm very hard to trust. I'm very hard to make those steps to get further into that relationship that would probably even lead to marriage. Mm -hmm. So to me to be told, this is your duty. This is who you are. You're marrying this person. You're their property now. And I'm like, oh no, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you literally took all these choices away from me. But like, that's yeah. the point. Also, you know, if somebody, if your partner reveals to you that they want to role play, consider, probably has nothing to do, consider what role they're playing in this scenario. What choices they're being taken right. from, or you know, what are they having to be in this scenario? Mm-hmm. Or what's being Ooh, pressed upon that's,
1: them. That's a really good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's true too though.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and you know, that's that I guess that's my defense too. But yeah, that is probably the biggest misconception yep. or hang up people have about role play. You want me to be somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yes but just yes for this. no yeah <laughs> yes but no but it's like who am i like in this scenario like yeah,
1: yeah i'm not being <sighs> myself i've
0: yeah no I've
1: never role-played anything where i'm being my actual true self exactly
0: like, yeah almost so, never yeah. yeah in fact i don't think ever like it's always it I'm may be trying- me but it's Under some sort of, yeah, it's like a different different version. version. (laughs) Exactly, a different version of me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was sitting here trying to think, like, have I actually ever just been me? But no.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, because even if you go, like, super simplistic, like, I know I made the pizza man joke, right? But I was the girl at home that couldn't afford a pizza, but also ordered a pizza like a dumb, you know. <laughs> you know, like, and yeah. I'm just like, that is so not me. I'm never going to order a pizza. I can't pay for it. Like, you know, which is so <laughs> dumb. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, you know, you're never just you, you know. Right. You're you know somebody that, else. <laughs> the weird
2: thing about this is, not, not, it's not weird, but it actually <laughs> plays into um, and relates back to some of the earliest recorded role play.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, to oh. ask you a question. Okay. Do you know why gentlemen prefer blondes?
1: Uh, oh, it's something to do with uh Romans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's the
2: here's the deal: the Roman Roman Empire invades like um Europe, goes into mm-hmm. Gaul and into Britain, and where there are and, and Germany, where there are a lot of um blonde people, and mm-hmm. the Romans are all Italian, so they're all you know darker haired. And Roman society was really um, stratified and and there there were were all sorts of rules about how you could behave and how you couldn't behave. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: um, what they found was that the Celts that they were invading, the Germans, the French, and the Brits, uh, the women in those tribes basically chose their own partners and did what they wanted to, with who they wanted to, when they wanted to. Mm -hmm. And this was enormously threatening. I mean, Roman men thought this was fantastic.
3: you've got these tall
2: blonde athletic women who just fuck anyone they want to whenever they feel like it as far as the romans are concerned and back home the roman women are like what i I don't (laughs) i don't think so that's not happening roman roman prostitutes started keeping blonde wigs
3: Mm
2: -hmm. because roman men were like Oh yeah, give me some of that sexually liberated European um, (laughs) womanness, and this this then migrated to Roman, um, like uh, proper little Roman housewives and Roman matriarchs, (laughs) keeping a blonde wig in the bedroom and slipping it on because then they could be whatever they wanted to be, (laughs) so they could behave any way they wanted. It wasn't them; it was this blonde European bit that was, you know, that their husband obviously Mm -hmm. wanted to go chase. So they were role playing being. Germans, essentially Germans and <laughs> French and Brits, in order to keep their men interested. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're they're pretending to be someone else just to get that. and and, it, and like it, like we said, it, I mean, it adds spice to the relationship. It it gives the the partner something they're wanting because, of course, you know, the popular perception is that blondes have more fun. Yeah. Um, and you know, rich rich Roman gentlemen prefer them because they're uh, they're much freer. So it gives it gives the Roman ladies permission to do what they wanted to do and step outside of like the bounds of normal society and just have fun.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Well, exactly. I'd just throw that in. That's a good piece of yeah. information though. I don't know if everybody knows that. So that's good.
0: Yeah, no, it's always, yeah, it's always good when we get these like little tidbits and stuff like that. And, um, and, and Smut actually hit on something that, um, a talking point that I wanted to go over for role play as far as, you know role play as a means to explore uh, our own ex um our own sexual tastes and energy and just like you know how our sex mm-hmm. works for us um as well as in our uh, you know if you're with a partner with your partner you know like mm-hmm. exploring together exp- you know and stuff because um we've kind of hinted at it but um Role play is a wonderful way. I've talked about it in previous episodes. Role play is a wonderful way to explore other yep. kinks. It is such a resource
1: um,
0: for so many reasons, and I wish we had like hours <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> but like almost every episode I've talked about in the past, uh, if you go through, I think now we've got, oof, I've got, I'm in the double digits somewhere. We got like 14 or 15 episodes, <laughs> so. um But if you've gone back and you've, and you, and you listen to any of them, almost any of them, if you put yourself in a role play scenario, you could find a way to wiggle those kinks in there to kind of, you know, and stuff. Um, and that's why, uh, this next talking point, uh, that Smut brought up was that, um, role playing part of it is, uh, he mentioned these, um, Roman women were able to, you're able to alleviate your identity you know, you're mm-hmm. you're able to shed yourself of the reservations you think that you should have, yeah. possibly. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff. There's, um, Go ahead. There's,
2: there's, sorry, there's this there's quite a, a mm-hmm. common a common experience that I and, and some of the people I know have had, mm-hmm. where it in, in which a partner wants to explore another kink, but can't do it as themselves,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and the one that keeps coming up. And it's probably not surprising is spanking. Oh yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, quite quite a few people like being spanked, men yeah. as well as women. And yeah. um, but uh, I, I I've I've known a couple of people in in my past where um you know they've not wanted to admit to that because they think they think they should be ashamed of it somehow. Don't I don't see why personally, but you know, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. it's it's not something that society particularly understands that easily so uh, in order to explore that they set up scenarios where they can be a well quote naughty schoolgirl unquote yeah
0: yeah that's true
2: so um you know uh they can they can have their partner say you know you've been a very naughty girl i'm, I'm going to have to ask you to bend over um uh, while well, i deliver six of the best or whatever whatever it happens <laughs> to be but because you put yourself in that other person's place that's not you asking to be spanked that's them Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. get to experience it but it's not your fault (laughs) you know
3: (laughs) yeah exactly Um,
2: yeah and and equally it it can be a relief mechanism for um for your partner as well because uh for example Mm -hmm. if your partner's not comfortable with the thought of of hitting you Mm -hmm. even even something as mild as a spanking yeah Mm -hmm. um one of the things that that makes a lot of like um new doms worried and nervous is but i really like this person why on earth would i want to hurt them
3: <laughs> well it's true
2: you know you're not going to hurt them but um this you are you know you're a, a teacher a professor delivering a, a you know disciplinary spanking to a, a naughty pupil so that takes the sting away from it a bit you, you know you're you're playing a part and playing a role so it's not really you that's having to carry this stuff out
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's that it's called uh, i there's actually a term for it in, in sociology and in psychology. It's called role distance. Yes. Because putting in a role puts you at a distance from the event that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. and we, we actually do it all the time. People people do it all the time. When you say things like if you're taking a test or if you're really nervous about something and you say, oh, you know, I'm definitely going to fail. Or, oh, this isn't going to go well. Even though you know it probably will. You're just preparing yourself and like putting a little distance between you and it. it mm-hmm. makes people more comfortable. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's definitely. Um, yeah, this role distance thing. Um, definitely, it's kind of like role play allows you to leave it at the gate. Whatever it is that might be holding you back or your partner back, and and you you bringing up the fact that um, uh, newer. You said you use Dom and stuff because, yes, mm-hmm. usually uh, spanking, I mean, not all the time, but, uh, and I've talked about it in the other episode on dominance and everything, but um, spanking and, and a Dom spanking a submissive is usually pretty normal. Like, it, it's yeah. in there somewhere, in some scene that is going to be played out. It's usually there. Um, or some sort of impact play um, to some mm. degree. It just depends on what you've worked out. But... Um, you know, people that aren't very well versed in it or are new and experienced being the dominant, um, in the, uh, encounter, um, be very reserved in spanking. Um, and you know, I had a similar, I had with a previous partner that, um, I had that, which surprised me (laughs) because like, you know, and I think that's the part is we all assume things about ourselves and about our partners or, you know, and I, I that's why I think communication is so important. Um, but I had a partner um surprised the hell out of me when I found out he had like it's not that he had no I don't want to say he had no desire to spank because then it makes me sound like I pressured him, but like it had just never crossed his mind.
1: oh, right, which
0: mm-hmm. surprised me because in my head, my assumption were that most men, Like the idea of spanking, you know, like in a little sexual play, just a little, you know, spank. I thought most men like that, you know, like whether you're role playing or not. I thought, yeah, you know, like a little whap, you know, I thought most guys like that. And when I brought it up to him, he was just so a offended and like that i would even oh consider the fact that he would spank me which was a waste because he was cut like he was made for some impact play is all i'm gonna say and like it was a damn shame in my opinion but the point was like um yeah like so when i brought it up to him i was just like come on you know like uh and he's just like i would never and i'm like what like just a little spank Um, that's all it is you know and um you know and and that was his thing his his exactly what you said smut i would never i i care about this person why would i ever want to hurt them and i'm like you're not gonna you're gonna hurt me yeah i'm not gonna break (laughs) like what are you you know so it was just like very uh interesting to me and so we we ended up that's later on you know and stuff after exploring more and getting to know each other more and trusting each other more and stuff and everything like role play was the means for us to eventually experience that together um Mm -hmm. but yeah but it's the same thing like you know i assumed you know i just assumed that it would be a thing and that was his thing him personally he's not into you know he saw it I don't want to say he saw as extremist violence, but he, he was on the level of like, I don't want to hit you. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. no, it, it's not it's not like hitting me. <laughs> no, it's not like, you know. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's in his head he could not make that disconnect. He could not alleviate that, you know, or that mm-hmm. conception, you know. And so he needed a temporary status or, you know, character change in order to, you know, go for and some
1: it. Some people do. Yeah, some, some people do. do.
2: Oh, so I,
0: people do.
2: yeah i did i i, I mean as my mm-hmm. my introduction to spanking other people
0: yeah um
2: was uh i had a girlfriend who um uh was was very into that and broke it to me quite gently um <laughs> because she was aware that i was uh, i basically i was raised never to raise my hand to a woman under yeah. any circumstances so the, fur- the furthest thing from my mind when it comes to like being being sexy is spanking someone or hitting someone. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work at all for me at the, at the time. But she was like, "Tell you what, pretend you're really angry." I'm like, "What?" She said, "Pretend you're really angry. Bend me over your knee and and spank me because you're cross at me." And I was I was like, "Okay, I can give that a go, I suppose." And and it worked.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It, really, it worked and it was uh, so role play was was the gateway to that and it, it it did kind of ease me into it because it was oh well yeah I can I can get myself into that headspace so maybe that's yeah. not so bad okay I still I mean it took me a little while to work out why spanking people is nice for them but yeah
0: yeah you don't <laughs> you
2: don't always need to know why in order to do yeah it. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, yeah you don't always need to know why you know and stuff and yeah. and I've said it on previous episodes and And what we're not saying at the end of the day is inherently at the end of the day, you know, like I said, kink, exploring kink with your partners and with yourself involves a lot of trust. You have to trust your instincts and Mm -hmm. you have to trust your partner to, you know, listen to you, to be communicative with you back and forth. And then also, you know, it takes vulnerability and to trust to be like, ultimately, if I try this with you. I'm not into it, you know. Like, and that's okay too. Yeah. There are, I've got a list of 500 and something kinks out there, and some of them are so niche, and then some of them are very un-niche guys and folks. Yeah. Um. So there's always something else. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, and I don't. If anybody, I mean, and we've talked about it before, especially with you, you two, um, on the show. If somebody has to have something it's a fetish not a kink yeah. and in that sense if that's the case then you know if you can't offer that to them every time then that's going to create problems and that's not really what we're talking about right now um right. And so just so you guys know that um but um those that are listening but it's it's um it's okay um and Yeah, and it's okay to be like, okay, let's give it a go and, you know, try for it and don't. And, yeah, just, there just is some things. Um,
1: Some things only work in theory with some people and some things Mm -hmm. work outright. Yeah. Um, Like you said, Smut, my ex um, was totally... Um, I got him, he had never really done kinky stuff and I got him into doing it with me gently. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but when we did the role play thing, he, his big hang up was if I said no. And I like saying no, like in a playful way, Mm -hmm. you know, like we, we pre-negotiated this. (laughs) Like I want to pretend like I don't want you to do this, but I want you to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we had this thing going and I would be like, oh no, don't do that. And he'd be like, okay, I'll stop. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? So we had to do specific role plays for him to be okay with that. And then finally he was like, it's not so bad. I kind of like it now. And yeah. then it was a thing. But that's how, that's definitely how it is. But you yeah, know, sometimes it doesn't work. There were things that we did that he was like, oh, I'm not really into that. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's just going to happen. And yeah, like the no thing, I think um... – I've done it in the past, uh, very, very light, playful, you know, and it just it's as far as you want to take it. But I think I've done it where you're busy and you should be working or something and your partner comes up and, you know, gives you like the hug, you know, and then all of a sudden, like you notice their hands creep a little bit or linger a little bit or maybe they kiss your cheek and then it turns into your jawline or your neck. And you're like, you're just all like, no, 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 I should be working, (laughs) you know, and stuff. And they're just all like, oh, but, you know isn't being bad, you know, like, so much better. (laughs) And then, like, I, because I was raised in the South and I'm silly and ridiculous, um, you know, (laughs) I'm just all like, oh, no, me? (laughs) Never, you know, and then, like, (laughs) automatically the role play turns into, like, they're the villain and just imagine, like, those old... You know, novels where the woman looks like she's like barred up her hands in front of her, leaning away, like, no, I could never. And the <laughs> the man's trying to like kiss at her neck or something, like, I've totally done that. Like, no, you villain. You know, stop, stop. <laughs> and uh, it's like a whole playful, silly thing. Um, but yeah, it's just um just explore it a little bit and stuff. And and yeah, sometimes it's your thing and sometimes it's not. And and yeah, just and going back to the It gives you um, being able to alleviate your identity and the fact that, like, not all the time, and this is why I think I use it for role play especially, um, you know, sometimes – for me, anyways, um, I've revealed other stuff on the show and everything. And, you know, this is my show, so I'm not really worried about it. Um, but um, <laughs> sometimes I just like to be a really down and dirty blowjob queen. Like, I just <laughs> – yes. okay, like, you know, and not, a, not every girl wants that. But, like, Ruth, the working girl, the professional, like – She's not that girl. (laughs) You know, this girl, you know, clutches pearls, you know, sipping on my mint Juliet on the veranda would never do that. Um, But, you know, sometimes there's this other girl that I play. (laughs) She she can't wait for you to get home. (laughs) But like the point is, is like that role play allows me to like shed all of these reservations and worrying about what, My partner will think of me, you know, like, or Mm
3: -hmm.
0: how sloppy or messy or, you know, slutty or whatever it gets. Um, Being able to shed like, you know, everything else and just be wrapped up in it in the moment and enjoy it and get our kicks. And, you know, I think that's one of the great things about role play. It's one of it the is. good ones.
1: And then you can put it back in the box and it goes under the bed till next time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or never again. Who knows? Yeah. Or never again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and not in a shaming way, but just like, you know, no, I don't want God. this all the time, but sometimes I really want this and I don't want to yeah. have to attach it to my everyday sexual self, oh, God, you know? No. Yeah. Cause yeah. there's some, I can't be on all the time like <laughs> for some things, right. you know, and there some things we don't some- want all the time.
1: Right. There's some role play things that it's just like, it isn't even feasible <laughs> to do it. All oh, time.
0: yeah. Not even practice. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. And it's uh, so it's good. It's that. And I think it's kind of like, yeah, it's just like sometimes you have that flavor of the week or of the day, and you're like, I want to spice it up a little bit. And this is what I want to do. And being able to role play mm-hmm. means that, um, you know, while I'm this character, while we're doing this right now, and we're these people, or this is what we're doing. We get to go gung ho for it, you know? And then yep. yeah, like you said, now that it's over, it's like, okay, now we're just back to us and maybe we'll have <laughs> great regular, you know, rompy stuff tomorrow or something, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. Mm-hmm.
0: And so yeah. Um man, so that's so much good stuff. I'm trying to just make sure that we've hit on so many we've hit on so <laughs> many things. Really, it's just so much. I I do know one thing that um I wanted to talk about um, definitely on the show, uh, but before we have some of our final thoughts and/or suggestions or advice to listeners about how they can bring role play more into their life, um, I wanted to talk to um, talk a little bit as uh, creatives and as artists, um, oh, you know, yes. which which we don't get to do for every kink, um, you That's know, true. Uh, you know, we can as just people, which, you know, I have done with mm-hmm. all my guests. Um, but as creatives, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, taking on a role. We all of three of us, I think, looking oh, looking no, at not. our catalogs, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I did a little research uh, totally for this episode. That's what I <laughs> that's what it was for. <laughs> mm. hmm. I did some research, and uh, I would say that all of our catalogs have have a lot of uh, variety of characters and oh, tones and scenes from very slice of life, could be anybody in any regular home, to very outlandish um scenarios uh in places oh, yeah. in other worlds other people you know um niche. very niche you know or niche however <laughs> you want to say it, whoever says it which way um so yeah i just want to kind of uh hear your experiences and the as a creative um i want you i want to hear each of you talk about you know taking on a role for the creative side and honing you know that sexy that role Whatever it is you're doing, just whatever you want to say on the matter. Cause it's I think it's something very particular to what we do. I love
1: I love this. I'm gonna let you go first, Matt, because you play so many characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I I do. Um mm-hmm. but then that's because uh in the main, uh I'm hiding behind them. So mm-hmm. um yeah, i I mean I'm I'm not naturally a shy person. But uh, I find that it helps because, um, you know, uh, some of the things that or some of the audios I've recorded uh, (laughs) feature behaviour that I absolutely do not want to want want to indulge in in real life. Fair. But but those fantasies are really popular. People really like them, and as a consequence. Heck yes, I'm interested in like exploring those kinks for other people. Provide, you know, creating something that they can enjoy. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um. So that means that you end up having to find a character. you
1: because have so many. I know. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> many. <yeah. laughs> and and it, they go from the sublime to the ridiculous. I mm-hmm. think. Um, one sure. of the first audios I did, I was trying to channel Sherlock Holmes, uh, mm-hmm. for 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 one of them. So, um. Yeah, I mean that—that that was like, oh uh, god, that's nearly two years ago. I can't really remember, but um, just f- trying to find the right way of of talking because you know most of everything that I do is audio based. Mm-hmm. Talking like somebody else, which is just fun because I love that anyway. Um, but finding a character, finding mannerisms, and then if if the character happens to be someone who is from like an established canon, um. Then going away and actually doing the research is kind of fun too. Um, I have a list. I have a playlist in my YouTube account. Of, oh my uh,
1: god! Do you really?
2: I, I really do. Yes. <laughs> uh, of of things that that help me get into specific characters because I know they're coming up again eventually. You know, people have asked me to. People ask have asked me to, to do sequels and what have you. I
1: have to tell you, I was the one that told you to do the Dick Dastardly thing because we yes. watched that during quarantine. It's like you have to do this. Yeah, and it is so popular. I love all of the people that I see in your comments coming out of the woodwork. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god, I was hoping there was something like this. Like, that's oh, so man. niche, but I love it. Yeah,
2: it's really, it's really surprising what what reaches out to people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But then, you know, I, I think that there are people who really do want to be tied to a railway track or a railroad track by a moustache-twirling villain,
0: <laughs> and
2: true. Um, and I'm into that. So let's go for it. <laughs> so, go for it. I'm
0: there. For it.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely there for it. <laughs> and it's also kind of my brand, anyway. You know, yes. you know, Hollywood has determinedly cast English people as or British people as villains for the last twenty years. <laughs> it's true. Fine, I'm going to lean into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun more than anything else.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, it is it is all about you know, like um you know, for for me that the whole the whole thing is is like you, you hear actors serious actors talking about it, and I'm not a serious actor. I'm not trained or anything. Uh, but they do talk about, you know, finding the key points of a character, finding the the, the beats and the, the rhythms of speech, um, finding, you know, working out how they talk, what motivates them, how they think, and it all it all builds into what we do as like um, for when we're creating an audio to try and make it as believable as possible, because that's one of the keys in a role play is to try try and be as in the moment as you can be, mm-hmm. um, because what you want to do is deliver a little bit of. You know, something approaching realness to your partner because that's what they're looking for, really. Yeah. Um, they want you, but they want you enhanced, or um, you know, this sort of slightly like non-real situation, um, so that they they get to enjoy that little extra, you know, little extra bit on 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 the edges that is the, is the role play stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: Oh yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. I think I could, yeah,
1: yeah, that's. I don't go and look at playlists. I'm not good at impressions. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> but... I just got a mania for being <laughs> accurate about things. It's it's it's, it's, yeah. an, it's a flaw. It's a problem. Well, you it, do, it, yeah, you I'm do working it well. On it. Good
1: for you. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as an avid fan of yours, I have enjoyed those. <laughs> it caters to my niches. Um, <laughs> but, yeah... I know <laughs> You're so mean <laughs> Um but no, I've played so many. Like you said, I think we all have played so many different characters. Mm-hmm. I am not. I'm sorry to say this could burst bubbles, but if you've listened to that other one, I am not <laughs> a dom at all. <laughs> I, I don't have a <laughs> dom bone in my body. But it is fun to do that sometimes. Um, I've done audios where I've played that, and it's a ton of fun to get into that moment of being bitchy because oh, I love that. Um, but yeah. also doing. Um, things that like, maybe I've never got to do IRL, but have done in audios. And now I'm like, oh, I definitely want to do that in real life. (laughs) It's, it's taught me a lot about things that I actually would like to try with somebody like role-playing and doing things like that. I don't know if Mm -hmm. it's done that with y'all. Um, but it's definitely done that. And also, like I said earlier, I have a huge acting kink. At one point in my life, <laughs> I wanted to be an actress mm-hmm. so bad, <laughs> I would have done anything for it. So this really <laughs> hits that for me, because I've done things that mm-hmm. are really fun to act out and get into a character, and they're not my most popular things, but oh, I had so much fun doing it. Um I think the last one I did was my Halloween one, my Frankenstein one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good yeah.
3: that was, yeah. Good. Yeah. That was <laughs> a good you. one I so it's
1: an okay but it wasn't like my most super popular thing I've ever done but oh my god it was so much fun to make
0: it <laughs> I had yeah. a great time
1: so yeah it's it's fun to do that I really like playing a character and that is part of the fun is I'm you know I'm not being my actual true self I get to go and be somebody else for a while or how like being, being a cat girl can't do that IRL <laughs> I mean you can but like not right? like actually you know I don't have a real tail sorry
0: <laughs> yeah dang it <laughs> I
1: know <laughs> I'm not actually a
0: snake bursting bubbles over and all <laughs> I know. all I know. around I'm not actually a snake
1: either I know that's disappointing uh, <laughs> but yeah it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. or getting to do oh and I know you've done some of these too Ruthie Um, Getting to do Mm -hmm. audios with other people, like collabs. Yes. That is so much fun to be different characters. It's it's totally
0: fun. Yeah. And to like play off that energy as well, Mm -hmm. too. Like play off that energy, like just and do something that, uh, I mean – just for all practicality, uh, anybody in the community knows that we are few and far between to find somebody that is even within two hours of us. Um, you know the way the world works, mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. fact that you know in Audio Land, uh, you know me and Snakey have worked on stuff, mm-hmm. and you know and like you get to have us in the same room. Yes. Like you know, <laughs> that's a that's a big deal, and it's lots of fun to be part mm-hmm. of that and and to play these characters together and, um, and I'm super hyped because me and Snakey have been talking about, there's more stuff that we wanted to do together that we want to get ironed out. Um, Definitely. But it's like, it's, 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 yeah, it's definitely lots of fun. It's fun to disconnect. Um, I love playing around with so many things. I love acting out characters and, Trying to do things. Um, sometimes I take myself a little too seriously. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I take myself, or or like I work so hard on. Like I think I've totally been like you, where I've taken a character and I've either written it so elaborately <laughs> and I've studied that character. Like if it's a popular character, like one of the only Rule Thirty Four slash you know fan fiction character things that I did, I did for Halloween as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which was when I did Morticia Gomez, when I wrote that entire script of hers. And it was very gothic and romantic, and I threw French into it, and it was her and gomez gomez's like love confession inside of her greenhouse oh, and yes,
1: i remember that it was and really like good.
0: i was just i was just like ugh like the whole thing killed me <laughs> like it killed me and i loved it and it's not one of my most popular pieces but like i watched i well i've already watched and you know every almost every um iteration of Morticia or Tish. Uh, I idolize mm-hmm. everything about her and the romance between her and Gomez is complete goals in so many ways. And, um, oh, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, as parents, as couples, as everything, as lovers, they're just totally, uh, I think they're a pair to watch <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, and I felt that like I encompassed that I studied it so much and I studied French, like I, <laughs> like how to say the words and, you know, and stuff. And I recorded it, you know, and, and uh, like so I just got so wrapped up in it, yeah. you know, and it's nice to do that. It's fun to do that and to get wrapped up in things. And um, it's also fun to just have fun. I Like it's just fun to be somebody else for a while. Like I said, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I would never do some of these things that I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that my characters yeah. do and stuff. Um, like I haven't done an audio with her yet, uh, but I've done her in other improvs and other places and stuff. But I have Russian Captain who's such a bitch. <laughs> I love that. She has no apologies. She has no apologies. And she has a scale on her face if you watch her all the time um so like uh i keep getting asked for like a really mean russian captain audio um but um or whatever you know well and people say is she really russian because she doesn't sound russian and i said she's not russian she's just from far away (laughs) that's what i say all the time uh because i know it's not perfect accent and stuff but then i have fun you know just with other stuff it's just a fun thing It's fun to disconnect in the fact that I can, like, be that, and then I can be, like, the Southern Belle. And and then, um, God, if I ever finish it, um, Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, um, yes. Yeah.
3: Yes, please. Uh,
0: which, you know, nail, I want oh, to nail that voice and stuff. Um, oh,
2: wait, we're not talking about the plant, are we?
0: Oh, no, 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 not or, Audrey too. Or are we? <laughs> or are we? <laughs> so, but I, I have this whole thing that I've been working on. and Well, now I'm just talking shop. <laughs> but um, this whole thing where it's like uh, you can take the skid row out. You can take the girl out of skid row, but you can't take the skid row out mm-hmm. of the girl. She's into pain. She loves it. And so she's trying to experiment that with Seymour, um, which is interesting. I thought it was an interesting take uh, that I've been writing for her and stuff. But, you know, um but it's just fun, like, getting into that character and stuff and uh, and lots of fun. And I think we've both done, like, Harley Quinn yep. at different points, yep. had lots of fun with her. I love doing that. It's and not spot
1: on. It's close, but it's not spot on.
0: <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, there's so many different iterations of hers, too. When I first did her, I realized that where I was leaning is not so much where margot robbie ended up with her iteration so like i'm just like uh (laughs) and i realize i lean towards more like the the pacific you know the atlantic yeah Yeah, like i land in the the dame you know and stuff like am i dumb as something (laughs) like that's where i land (laughs) you know as opposed (laughs) (laughs) like that's where i land Whereas opposed to other people land if they're really high pitched, you know, and you missed Mr. Um, J. And so like, it really just depends on who you listen to.
2: Oh,
3: <laughs> Exactly,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: I'm in heaven right now, by the way.
0: <laughs> so like, but it's, it's fun to like take your, I think that's what I love mm-hmm. too you not only do you get to play different characters, but you get to like put your spin on them. And and I think that's what I would tell people about role play. We're about to segue into this. Like, how can you make role play fun for you or what things you can do? And I think we've said it. Don't get caught up in all these fine, fine details. No. Like as long as you and your partner are having fun and you want to have a good sex and just have a good experience, don't get caught up on like... (laughs) <laughs> this isn't the exact costume. This isn't the exact accent you know this isn't yeah. at the exact like building they would be in like don't get caught up on those no, things just like don't get caught up what you're not you know just get caught up on what you can do yeah, the you know and have fun
1: hyper fixate on stuff i thought the less fun that it is because i used to tell uh i had a friend that i tried to get into doing it and even just tried to get her to do cosplay or like do the voices or whatever because she'd always be like i don't know how you go out to comic-con and do that like and i'm like what do you mean like it's like being a kid again and i I told yeah him, I like, do you did you get caught up on things like that when you played pretend on the playground no nobody cared no you didn't yeah. think about that you were just having fun so that's the main thing to do like don't worry about i mean it is amazing if, if you have a moment where you can get something perfect just that inner feeling of like oh Yes. <laughs> I did it. But it doesn't have to be. Don't yeah. hyperfixate on that. Exactly.
0: Them. Yeah, no, don't. Yeah, definitely don't. And and as we've said before, I don't think there's a single person that will ever get 100% the role play. And at that point it's not role play anymore. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. anybody that's going to get it, I feel that they've they've got what it is. Like I guess the scenario I can imagine is is let's say that um i don't know like um if if you're dating um oh god now i can't think of like any actors uh, let's okay um uh what's his name henry cavill like superman Ooh. like if, if you're dating him he could he probably has the suit somewhere like or he could get it you know imagine. and he could be the complete role <laughs> yeah imagine right um <laughs> but like I'll take him as the New Englander on the run. That's what I'll take Um, with the beard and everything. But the point is, is like you can get all that. But at that point, he's not like you've got it. So it's not a role play anymore. And so in that sense, like nobody's ever going to be able to get to that. Right. You know, that 100%. So, like, don't get hung up on it because you're just putting, like, undue, unnecessary pressure on yourself yeah, for it. it. You really are. if you're like
1: having a good time or the person who's doing whatever you wanted to explore is having a good time, it's going to be fun. Because my example that I was going to use <laughs> is mm-hmm. funny enough since we talked about Harley Quinn. I went through a phase <laughs> where I was obsessed with the Heath Ledger Joker. I wanted him oh, more than anything. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. my ex mm-hmm. we did it for halloween he got the movie replica outfit and like we went um i think it was poison ivy anyway we went to a halloween party and the costume was great and then like we were about like uh, two years in i was like it'd be fun if you wore them we had sex sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. and he was oh my pot filter um and he was like okay that's fine. I'll I'll do that. And I was like, okay. And we did in the first time. <laughs> tried to do the voice, and it was awful. But it was so much fun. It was so much fun. <laughs> but then after yeah. that, we like watched the movie one night, and he's like, I bet I could do the voice if I tried. And I was like, that'd be mm-hmm. cool. And so unbeknownst to me, he went away and like practiced that he got really fucking good at it. Like really, like really <laughs> he didn't look anything like, like Heath Ledger, right? So it's not always going to be perfect. He could do the voice or sometimes yeah. it wouldn't, it would falter. Was it on one night? But it was, oh, yeah. but it, was it was enough for me that I was like, oh check that off the list (laughs) yes
0: I have done that (laughs) yeah so
1: like sometimes it doesn't really work and not in every single way like but it's still okay it's just oh yeah have fun with it you can't take it so like you can take it seriously to a point but yeah it's never gonna be the actor (laughs) or whoever the video game character whoever you're thinking of (laughs) like
0: yeah you know Yeah, it's not going to no. be. It's not going to be exactly. I,
2: mean, thoughts, I, I, I know I'm in a room with with some Potterheads, so <laughs> um, I, I know that I know that Snape is really popular <gasps> as like a, an object. Yes, in fantasy. I tried to do
1: it with that accent. He tried to do a British accent, and it was awful. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
2: But Alan Rickman is really really hard to oh, mimic. God, yes. yes, he's got he's got a unique speech pattern, so. You know if if what your partner wants is professor snape then just think about you know the, the ways to the ways into that uh like the um the, the, the black yeah. clothing
3: mm-hmm. the mm-hmm.
2: wig if you're gonna go this far the wig but if not just you know look down your nose at, at someone <laughs> yeah you could even for a
1: don't,
2: don't even try the accent yeah. just but but think about the pauses because he likes to stop <laughs> and then you know, um, and, and slow down, and yeah. then uh, yeah, try you know work work that in, but don't worry about the accent for God's sake. You're not well. You're not I gonna told do
1: somebody it. that wanted to do Snape, uh, one of my old friends with her boyfriend. Is I told him you don't even really have to talk much because mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. just kind of like. Mm aloof cold he flounces more than anything intense yeah Yeah, he just stares a (laughs) lot yeah you don't really have to even talk that. i mean there's ways around everything just be creative you can think of things that will make it work
0: you can you can and and we've barely scratched the surface uh, but i'll share one of mine um there is uh one of my favorites um another one of my favorite kinks, uh, which I am excited to finally get to talk (laughs) about on one of my future episodes um, is Prey and Predator. Love it. Mm -hmm. I am all about that life in my uh, primal uh, kink play and stuff. And obviously to an extent I can only play that out so much. Mm -hmm. But I do know that one time, one time (laughs) lucky enough I had a partner and we went camping in the woods and, um, it was like one of those things where like, it was so friggin' hot <laughs> because like you, okay. I grew up, we didn't ever have tents. And then when I became tents, like uh, camping tents, um, for those that don't know, um, we didn't ever have them growing up. And I didn't ever think about why until I got older and went camping with adults and we had tents and I realized there's no airflow intense. <laughs> There's no airflow. And in, I live in Texas, oh the my heat, God. when, when the sun goes down, it does not go to 60 degrees, 50 degrees, like other places in the world. In the Texas summer, your day is a hundred degrees. And when the sun goes down, it's still like 85. Yep. Um, and you, if you are in there and you're laying on blankets and you got no airflow, and I hate to say it, if you got any body I don't care, male, female, anything next to you, and they're radiating heat too, you are going to sweat and start to get really pissed off, like to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was one of those things where you couldn't sleep, couldn't, you know, couldn't sleep, getting irritated getting agitated you know and stuff and we were camping with other people and you know everybody's got their tents and stuff some people are sleeping some are not and you know whatever and it it must have been past midnight you know because you stay up with a campfire even and you know you just bullshitting and and, um it was really really hot so we decided to go down to like i was just like i'm too fucking hot i was just like i'm gonna walk down to this creek that we luckily had next to our camp site and i was just like i'm gonna go like i was like i'm just gonna like jump in it or something because i'm like that hot right now and stuff right and and uh, he's like okay well i'll go down there you know because he didn't want me to walk down there alone um so walk there down there and everything and stuff and um uh you know we didn't jump in it and stuff but we basically like wad wadded out to our feet you know like kind of splashed each other a little bit you know and stuff and like you got our hair wet and things and everything and i i don't know what like spontaneously did it and stuff like that but like um i just realized that like being hunted in the woods you know is part of like a prey predator fantasy i'd always had Mm -hmm. now in that fantasy it could have been anything i I can tell you there's probably eight million scenarios in my head could have been a werewolf could have been (laughs) a serial killer like i really don't know okay (laughs) like there is eight million scenarios and i'm not here to tell you which one it was that night particularly i just wanted to be chased okay I wanted to be chased, I wanted to be caught. I wanted that intensity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and um, it didn't take much, the fact that, you know, between the two of us and stuff, um, you know, I had worked out like, you know, he could tell I have no poker face, which thank God I'm a voice actress. I have no <laughs> poker face when it comes to some things. But he saw like that glint in my eyes and I was, he was just like, What's, what are you? And I'm like, I just look that way for a minute. <laughs> And like he looked that way and then he's just like what and I'm just like I think I am going to go this way or I was like I'm going to basically sneak off and I'm betting she can't find me <laughs> and stuff right and he's just all like what you know okay and see so like he's like what and he's like babe it's hot and I'm just, I'm like I'm like I'm like well if you're a good hunter it won't take you very long at all will it <laughs> You know, and then he's just all like, okay, you know, and then it like upped the ante and then like basically went, it was like a game of like hide and seek and chase and then through an element of like at some point clothes were flying off. So it was like (laughs) flags to find along the way and stuff. And it was like a very fun thing, Uh you know, but honestly, at the end of the day, was he really this or that or whatever it was? No, but it was just like the fact that it was a small element. That we were able to play out That's so much fun. or do this role play and it made so much it made you know just really just like at the end of the day it just made outdoor sex uh, more enjoyable <laughs> in the sense that it had this other element to mm-hmm. it um so yeah it's it's um you know you don't have to go all gung-ho it can be spontaneous and simple or you don't have to worry about all these things so yeah, yeah.
2: and and depending on what people are interested in, it, you can trigger that with something as simple as a phrase. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Exactly. Or,
2: you know, and you can whittle that down to two words sometimes.
0: Yeah.
2: That's, you that's can. Powerful. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> things like um, if if you're with your partner and, and, and you generally don't use any kind of honorific with them or, you know, pet mm-hmm. name or anything. Mm-hmm but you you stop and become very still look down your nose slightly at them and say come here young oh. lady <laughs> yeah. see <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah that would work
2: <laughs> it, but it, it's it's tone of voice and it's that that's the change slight change of phrasing and all of a sudden
1: yeah
0: tone of voice is in a, a different big one headspace. yeah tone of, yeah, uh, yeah. i was going to say tone of voice has been done to me because i can when i do feel to be submissive i can be bratty mm-hmm. and i had this one partner one time where like he was <sighs> Okay, I'm a business-minded woman. So, like I <laughs> like I laugh cuz I talk about all these things and I'm like, "Oh no no, you know, like I do all these crazy stuff. I'm very playful." And I'm like, "Listen, I really am a practical, responsible adult, I swear." <laughs> um, so I'm very practically minded, but he was working on something. It was for work, but like if it was serious work, I would have left him alone. Oh, yeah. You know, if I thought he yeah, couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah. Any- you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like he was doing something and I kept bothering him, like pestering him because I really just wanted attention, okay? I wanted it. <laughs> I wanted attention. And it got to a point to where like I wanted sexy fun attention and he wasn't giving it to me. So I'm like, "You know what? I'll take any attention you're giving to me if that means that I've got to be a bad girl, then I'll be a bad girl, you know?" Yeah. And like it was very funny, but it was one of those things where I thought, "Haha, it'll just be playful and maybe he'll chase me away and stuff." And then like I went over to his desk and I kept messing with him and there was a piece of paper and I was like I was like a cat. I was sliding (laughs) it to the end of the desk and I was gonna fling it off that desk. And I'm not really paying attention to him because I'm thinking, he's just gonna, you know, he'll be like, babe, I can or whatever and stuff, right? And then like I'm not even looking at him and I just hear, I wouldn't. And he said that and I was just all like, (laughs) Who?
3: Like, I looked over at him and I'm like, What?
0: Like,
2: well, well done, that man. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I was just
0: so like, because uh, like, there's a part of me that want to be like, okay, but now I kind of want to, want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then a part of me was just like, oh no, <laughs>
1: like, oh my god, that you know, really is the thing. Like, it's just it's all fun and games and then
0: you're like but maybe they aren't joking <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah in that's uh and seeing that was very simpler we were dressed as ourselves you know and in st- everything and we knew it was going on and stuff but like it's it's can be very subtle and and that's one of the last things i wanted to talk mm-hmm. about on the show today was that you know trying these things and doing these things are very simple small integrations you know mm-hmm. and very very easily doable by anybody oh, yeah us being VAs has nothing to do of us being oh. good or bad at role play oh, God, in yeah. our real lives yeah. <laughs> no no and uh, it, yeah it's just not um and we've talked about little ways that they can be integrated what are some um what are some ways you guys think or what are some very simple ways or um things that people could integrate in a normal you know In a normal or if they're trying role play out uh that our listeners might be able to integrate to get into more role playing
1: i think starting small is good because the first role play Mm -hmm. i ever did was the school girl school teacher thing it's easy it's easy to do and it is one of the easiest ones yeah yeah yeah. again like i'm sure we'll you know wrap up with other things you can do like you don't have to have costumes for that Like, at all. It's just a tone of voice, or you can be really playful, but that's one of the easiest ones to do. Um, I mean, there's so many that, like, are just normal, everyday things you can think of that people traditionally think are sexy. A doctor and a nurse. a, A doctor and a patient. Like, you don't have to have all the bells and whistles um, but I think starting small yeah. is good and getting comfortable doing it because maybe you hate it. <laughs> like Oh yeah, you
0: might hate. You might feel ridiculous yeah, it too.
1: That you it sounds really good on paper and then when you do it, you're like, oh no, I don't like this. <laughs> um, so don't go out and like buy all the stuff for it. Then you're like, God, I have all this stuff and now I can't use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, right? I think it's just trying something small and then if you're like, oh yeah okay, I kind of like this. And then you can go up a notch. I mean, that's what I did. Like, uh, we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, try it again. um, Or like, you know, try something small with your partner or your girlfriend or boyfriend or your play partner, whatever, whoever you're doing this with. And if it works, then, you know, maybe it's something that um, what I've done in the past, it's like, okay, so you did this thing for me. What's something that I can do for you? Like, or and you guys can swap mm-hmm. or do it. Like, it's really... It definitely pays to start small and work your way up to the big stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I, have a, I have a great personal example of that. I, um, I started seeing someone, and um, the first time I went to her house, she took me to her bedroom, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is taking an unexpected but pleasant <laughs> turn. And then she opened a wardrobe, and it was literally full of costumes. Oh! And she said, so... Which one of these do you want to see me in? And I'm like, I uh, what? Uh, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, because it was I was totally blindsided by it, and it turned out that her a previous partner had been very into role play. It was his major thing, and she'd invested in it quite heavily. And because he'd been one of her first partners, she kind of got the impression that most guys are into uh, yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she had everything from you know like French made on on up from from there. You know. <laughs> Um and I was baffled and and confused and a little intimidated if I'm honest <laughs>
0: right right um
2: because she was like well you know what fantasies do you have what what scenarios do you want to play out like, I I don't know I just like you to be naked please <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have no idea I don't barely know you madam. yeah
0: missionary um, works
2: <laughs> yeah but if if you if you do start small
0: yeah
2: and and you you know you drop little hints that there or you drop hints that there is something you'd like or talk about it openly and, and you know like lay lay out just little things that you enjoy mm-hmm. trying yeah before you know it because a, a lot of a lot of this stuff is like practice makes perfect and if you start small with things that you can do easily and just kind of slip into your it yeah. every day
3: mm-hmm.
2: eventually your ambition it's will true. grow as your confidence yeah, increases that's,
0: that's yeah mm-hmm. and like Snakey mm-hmm. said it, if it's something you're not into you did not put in a big investment into right. it you know. Mm-hmm Mm mm-hmm and yeah which is good (laughs) yeah it it would (laughs) what am
2: i gonna do with this iron man costume i have no idea
0: (laughs) no it's um ebay is a thing yeah ebay is a thing (laughs) and um yeah and that would be my thing start small uh a lot of these roles a lot of roles are, um i guess for me a lot of these roles or scenarios and things like that and stuff um the kinks that are underlining them can be translated across many characters or scenarios oh, if that makes sense
1: definitely
0: so like maybe they do want like you know um like i mean it's no secret so snaky has a big thing for lucius malfoy oh dear <laughs> um so um You know, which is a combination of several things. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not going to pretend that I have read everything, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and like done everything and stuff like that. But to me, Lucius Malfoy, you know, Daddy Malfoy, (laughs) in a sense, exudes so much. Um, He's got like this regality to him. He's got this daddy thing to him. He's got this dark side and this broken manness (laughs) and also evilness. He's got so many things to him. And that could be an intimidating role for for a lot of people, you know, like because that is like the grand quote unquote master of you know <laughs> of tier. a certain fantasy. Yeah. yeah, that's top tier. Like, let's be honest, it's it's a lot. It's a very intense. It's
1: a lot to ask
0: role of play. Yeah, yeah, that's new. That especially is new, or that doesn't feel very confident. So. Oh, yeah you know start smaller you know like yes. dial it back and that and it's not wrong to ask your partner to dial it back or to be like okay listen i know you like him okay but i feel like that is that is like um phd role play <laughs> we'll
1: work up to it So if, uh, we'll work up yeah. to it
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> would you mind awfully wearing a long blonde wig yeah
0: exactly. yeah yeah so then it's just like okay I maybe can't work that in this week um <laughs> maybe in a but years. you know
1: <laughs> but yeah maybe in a couple of years you can take the yeah. basics of what that exactly yeah not that saying that that's everybody's You know, roleplay fantasy. If it is, you're you're in the same class as me. Good luck to you. (laughs) Good company, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you can take, like you said, the elements from that and play with them somewhere else. And then maybe one day you hit the jackpot. (laughs) Yeah, you know, somebody's like, "Yes, actually, I can do that."
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's um, you know, and it's and it's uh, a thing, and and honestly to to put another point on that and stuff though like um May you know, people and maybe um, Snaky can echo this for me a little bit because I know it has for some of me mm-hmm. because, you know, we all have those like, like you said, that is like the Ph.D., the grand tier of, mm-hmm. you know, of a big fantasy. Mm-hmm. However, you learn along the way that even if people pull in other elements and other role plays, you know, or just small elements of that role play, whether it's they talk like the character or maybe they just dress like them oh. or whatever and stuff, maybe they do nothing else. But even just sometimes. Yeah hitting smaller elements of that completely do enough <laughs> yes. like oh my
1: god and yeah. then you realize like
0: i don't need all the way up there like yeah is that like the the grand yeah. you know scheme or like this fantasy in my head yeah but uh, sometimes you find out along the road with your partner that if they even go like 10 or 20% in that direction that's enough oh my- i'm getting sold you know <laughs> like
1: absolutely agree with you
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah exactly and that's that's the thing it's and that's why we say don't put all this undue pressure on you because yeah yeah, do we have a picture in our head of like what the ultimate uh (laughs) whatever realization of this role play would be yeah okay you know and stuff but like at the end of the day like sometimes if they're just willing and you know they meet you you know a few steps in that's fine. That's oh great. That that does it for totally.
1: me. You know? like I said earlier that I used to get um, my kicks off role playing in <clears throat> like chat rooms with people. And that's not even mm-hmm. listening to someone or seeing them. But I had certain like, that's another good way. If you're kind of nervous and like you don't have a partner, that's there are tons of free chat rooms online. Or. Oh my gosh. Might Text I, RP. Or might I, might I suggest Dirty Pen Pals. Um you can go oh you can gosh. go on there if you're like dipping your toes in. That's I mean mm-hmm. it's it's a good place one hundred percent Yeah, it's a good place to start because a lot of the time like in my early twenties, I didn't know a damn person to tell any of this to. <laughs> so I used to go to yeah, like yeah. rooms and be like, Yeah, I wanna be a Slytherin schoolgirl, can you do this? <laughs>
0: like and, <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah. Then
1: you can picture Whoever you want, as long as they send you more than two words back, you should be good. Like,
0: yeah, no, totally true. And uh, anybody that's followed me long enough or or knows my, I guess, the legacy of Ruth, <laughs> um, knows that on Reddit where I got started was Dirty Pen Pals. Um, uh Ooh. So yeah, uh, Dirty uh, the Reddit subreddit, Dirty Pen Pals. Um, And uh, at first it was under a different name, and then it was under Ruthie Run. And then i just kind of fell into the audio stuff later um but uh yeah i love erotic rp uh you know erotica and stuff so writing out scenarios i love it um just erotica in general reading uh erotica smut Mm. any kind of like caption i know it sounds silly but like gifs with like um, captions or visuals with captions or like a story Mm -hmm. that goes with them Like somebody has taken like a very erotic image or like a sequence of like a few shots and then they write this whole like little story about what happened. And I'm like, oh yeah,
1: I'm into Yes.
0: That. Like, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. So like to me, yeah, <clears throat> texting out or like sexting and stuff like that. You know, it's a, a lot of people do that. And that is a good, um that is a good like small way to get into it as well. Like if you don't feel quite able to do it in person or to like say it out loud or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's a really good way to start it as well and stuff. And, and, um, don't be afraid to like, I guess my other thing would be like, don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid to be like asking questions too. Or like, yeah. don't be afraid to sound like the cliche, like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'm your maid. So I guess I'll dust the shelf right now. <laughs> you know, like you'll, you'll kind mm-hmm. of like melt into it. Like, I don't know how to, uh, but you like you just kind of get better and better and you just that's find yourself true. like melting into, that's, you know, the scene and that's stuff. That's
1: so true. Like if you do it enough and you like it enough and you definitely do. You get better at playing whatever part it is that you want to play, for sure.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, Go ahead.
2: And the two the two keys for this are the same two keys for practically everything in life, really. First of all, mm-hmm. communicate. Talk, mm-hmm. talk, 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 talk. Yeah. If it's something you're not comfortable with, you know, make sure you say so, mm-hmm. because you know it. Nobody wants to be like you know on the wrong end of an expectation. But when you know what your partner wants, um, or when when you can tell your partner what you want, then they stand a really good chance of being able to fulfil that for you. And if they're your partner, they probably want to,
0: right?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but also, don't be afraid to get it wrong.
0: Yeah. Exactly
2: it, You know it, it, It's role playing It's not You know it, It's not suspension play Where <laughs> yeah. you really do You really do need to Some expertise there It's just role yes. play you, You're just talking Yeah Literally sometimes yeah. Just talking So if it doesn't Quite work out Okay fine Don't worry about that Too much Get it you know Get yeah. it in the next time
3: Yeah
2: Learn from You know And and any time you, you, It doesn't quite work you maybe you may you know maybe you and your partner dissolve in giggles because <laughs> right? things you know, the conversation's got a little weird or a little odd mm-hmm. fine next time it won't next yeah. time you'll you'll do a little better or you'll you'll change things around um uh, and and once you've given yourself permission to not worry too much about getting it wrong the chances are or the chances of you making a mistake or being you know terrible are actually significantly reduced because you're relaxed
0: yeah. mhm exactly
2: and relaxed and happy people <laughs> just tend to more more go with the flow mm-hmm. uh, and that always makes for a better role play
0: oh yeah yep. definitely it, it does and um other than that like other than like don't put a lot of pressure on yourself and stuff um you know walk before you run um other practical tips i have um there are very cheap to little no cost things you can do to enhance things, you know, um, like I know we've talked about costumes, uh, one of my favorite things to do when it comes to costumes and maybe it's because I grew up very poor and or I grew up on a when I was in college in high school and I was the backstage director, very, very, very small because I don't know about any other place in the world. Uh, But I do know in the state of Texas, if it ain't sports, they aren't interested in giving you money uh, for (laughs) it. So we had very, very, very tiny minuscule theater budgets for costumes and props and things like that. So I learned to shop on a budget. So I love um, going to thrift shops and like secondhand stores and then BT dubs, like that sweet spot between like Five days and 15 days after Halloween. Oh. Man, or Halloween costumes marked down to the nines. They are marked down. Um, so you can get really, really nice Halloween costumes for like six or seven dollars. Yep. Um and costumes just make it a little, yeah, some costumes are very silly. They're going to be silly, you know, or the wigs are very cheap, you know, depending on where you get them and stuff. But it adds a little something. And like we said, if nothing else, it gives you something to giggle about. But I love thrift shops. Um I've gone to thrift shops and gotten, like, a very elaborate, horrible, like, fur coat. (laughs) And I have played, like, the rich bitch that, you know, like – and I've gotten the big incognito glasses, you know, and, you know, and treated my, um, I don't know, employee assistant. I don't remember. Whatever. Treated him like dirt. (laughs) And so, like – and it was, like, a fun one. But I think in all, I think I spent, like, $9. (laughs) Like, But the point was, is the fact that like I had that big gaudy fur coat on and those big glasses. And I just felt like, man, I have a lot of money. Like, you know, and I had a cocktail glass in my hand. I don't know. Like, it's just uh, silly stuff like that, you know. Or you can go and find like a 1950s dress or a very old style Mm -hmm. apron and play like that housewife, you know, or whatever and stuff. Like, who knows? There's like 8 million things you can do, but... Yeah, if if you liked it and you had fun, then, like, oh, man, it would be funny next time to kick it up and, like, if you wore an apron or, like, if you dressed up like this or whatever or I had fun with this one or this was fun. But, um, you know, next time I want to lean more into the funny and let's do this, yeah. this trope from porn or I liked it. It did really good. I'd like to experiment with this one now, you yeah. know, and go a different direction. Have fun with it. I
1: love that. Mm-hmm.
2: It's all about having fun. In In terms of costuming, I'd throw a couple of other resources Mm -hmm. in. Um, In in the States, Ren Fairs. Mm -hmm. Because because there are people there who make their own kit and make their own clothes. Uh, You should find them and get to know them. Because they might take commissions. So if there's something you really want... Oh, yeah. Knowing a tailor or knowing a seamstress can make a big difference.
0: It's true.
2: Um, Also... um, if uniforms are part of somebody's thing, then military surplus stores, because mm-hmm. sometimes they put the dress uniforms up for sale, and government surplus websites and that sort of thing. In in Europe, um, reenactments, so battles and what have you,
3: mm-hmm.
2: if you're into the medieval, again, it's like a Ren fair, but you know, um, <laughs> yeah just a bit a bit less free and a bit <laughs> less like uh like, like an actual fair but you, again you're going to find people there selling stuff that you might want to use or get your hands on yeah um and again you can pick up stuff uh like you you don't need to go the whole hog um if if your partner has a thing for um well tailored uniforms in dark colors maybe you know maybe sort of soviet era with the big boots mm mm-hmm. You know, you can usually find stuff like that on eBay. Um, oh yeah. And you only need, you only need a couple of a couple of like hints at that sort of thing. Um,
0: yeah.
2: To, to to kick someone, uh, kick someone's um, imagination off.
0: Yeah. No, no, so, definitely. You know. And for I would say for men and women, wigs. Um, and I, um, I've i done a lot of cosplay. So I love wigs. You can find wigs as cheap as 4 or $5 on Amazon, eBay, anywhere. Yep. And yes, will they be cheap and stuff. But I'm telling you, if you're a brunette and you want to do a cheating role play, the fact that there you even have a blonde wig on, you would be surprised. Like cheap wig or not. It changes. Like It does. I don't know. Like it, it puts you in a headspace and it puts your partner in a headspace because it's not something they normal see. So it's kind of so jarring. That like, mm-hmm. it kind of kicks you out of like, oh, this is my girlfriend. It kicks them out of that for a it second. Does. And then you're just like, oh, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I don't, you know, and stuff like, or whatever and stuff. Or like, I'm a bad girl, you know, and stuff. I bet you date a really nice librarian type, don't you? You know, and it's just <laughs> and the, like, you know, it's just jarring. The thing
1: <laughs> with cheap wigs is you can also, if you buy a super cheap wig, you can go on YouTube and find a tutorial tutorial on how to like make it look more expensive than it is. If that's something that you're into. But yeah. If you want to get that involved. If that's Mm -hmm. something like you're like, oh, this is just taking me out of it because it doesn't look real. There's something that'll help you like make it look a little bit more real. But yeah, it's. Oh yeah.
0: There's, there's so many resources out
1: there. There are. Totally.
0: Mm hmm. And I think the only other one I would suggest, and Snakey mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. was uh, locations. Oh, and I mentioned it earlier. I guess in the woods. Yeah. That, like, being in the woods. But you said um, you and your partner, uh, your ex previously had done um, uh, picking up a stranger in a bar yeah. and having, like, a one-night stand. Yep. And a big part of that probably was you guys didn't – it sounds like it was pretty much a shoe in Like, let's yeah. say <laughs> it was a shoe in You know you were going home together, but the fact that, like, you met in a bar yep. and you acted like you didn't know each other, like, the bar setting – very much sold the one night stand thing I'm pretty sure you know and
1: we were staying at a hotel because we were on vacation so that was another oh see so yeah (laughs) double yeah (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. so it's just one of those things but you don't have to be I've had tons of friends I think that's one that people like doing a lot because I've had lots of friends tell me they did that yeah pick people up picking people Mm -hmm. up um and like is it fun like if you get super involved in a location yeah but like sometimes it's like you said like on the fly in the woods or you know yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Some Yeah. It does make it, yeah, makes no. it feel more real. So even if you don't have all the other things, that can be a big deal. So
0: Yeah, and it and it does. Or like um, you know, if you if your thing is like a librarian thing or something, whatever, you know, like you can both go to the library and then just like stray from each other. Mm-hmm. And then if the other one approaches the other while they're putting a book back on the shelf or looking at a book and, you know, and they put it back like they're reshelving a book, you know, it's very, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. eight billion ways you can do a number of things, you know, and there's so many that you can do in-house with a lot of things. I think the reason I talked about on previous episodes, the reason that teacher student and um, naughty schoolgirl, and all these uh, librarian um babysitter you know and the widower or widow you know or whatever and stuff the reason a lot of these are very easy to role is because they're normal people outfits yeah like you know yeah and it's all about what you're saying and the tone that you're using and you know and things like that and stuff and the power dynamic of the encounter yep um but nowadays yeah it's um yeah there's it's really limitless make it as little Um, or as big as you want mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and cliches are your friend. Lean into yeah. them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's part of the fun.
2: Because the cli- cliches for yeah. a reason. They 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 trigger associations in people. So, for example, I mean, if you're going the librarian route, get a pair of spectacles without lenses. Yes,
0: <laughs> so easy to get. So easy to get.
2: Because like we all we all know librarians wear glasses. Even if you know if you already do, then okay. But you know if you don't. Pair of frames will make you look like you do, and then you can slide them down your nose and look at people over them, and you know, da 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 da, and it, it'll just take off from that. It's, it's one of the tropes that, that 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 particular fantasy likes to sort of play with. So yeah. why not?
0: Well, yeah, why not? Lean, Lean into, into it. it. Yeah, have fun with it. Do yeah. do uh yeah, little things like that. Exactly. Um, that you know, just do it. And and now we're in the age of like technology. So I'm gonna be honest. Like, you know, if you want to talk about a role play. That's a you know, a professor and his, you know, oh. student or whatever and stuff. The <laughs> fact that you go in and he's grading physical papers, yeah. <laughs> like who does that anymore? But the point is, is like that's a trope, isn't it? Usually it is. Like that they're they're looking at papers and like and it's like a silly thing, you know, and stuff. And then if you really get into it, you can do the very fun porno porno like throw all the papers on the ground, <laughs> like, get this off my desk, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever and stuff. And and it's very you know fun in that sense you know it's just like all little things it that is. you can mm-hmm. do exactly and,
2: and given given what's going on in the world and given that you know um professors zoom don't meet calls. their students anymore you can even do this stuff over a zoom call <laughs> yes. yes
0: yeah exactly Ooh, what a nice role play do a zoom call but just be in different rooms oh
1: that's so yeah. Much yeah.
0: and then yeah. do like do that hmm yeah that'd be kind of cool that
1: would be fun <laughs> i'm like i'll drop that one down for later
0: <laughs> yeah drop that one down for later and and as we've talked about uh before um this is a good way to work out other kinks so maybe you wanted to do like exhibitionist voyeuristic things uh but maybe you mm-hmm. aren't quite you feel silly doing it like directly in person oh
1: yeah so. that's a good idea or so or people yeah. that do um uh the the daddy thing but you don't want to do that you can always do like the babysitter I heard you say babysitter and that came to my mind immediately because <laughs> I've done an audio yeah. like that before <laughs> so yeah that's something fun that you can do and then it's not really you it's the babysitter
0: <laughs> yeah no and everybody's yeah and everybody's got their things and and just do it. and that's the you know that's the thing. It's a very simple kink to where just coming that 10 or 20% into it uh, from any angle yep. can just add a little bit of fun and spice. And why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. You know? It doesn't mean your other sex is bad. It just means you just want something a little different. Hell yeah. A little something. Want a little dessert with your old dinner <laughs> tonight, I guess. We, lo- we love to see that. <laughs> yeah, we love to see it. We, lo- we love it. Um. But yeah, I think that's all. I think we've kind of, we've we've hit so much on this. We could probably keep talking and talking just because we like to chat. Um, <laughs> they're always asking me to come back on the show. <laughs> so, um, so this is what we would just do every day. Oh, anytime. <laughs> um, but thank you all for listening. Um, before we go, I am going to um, let my guests give the nice old plug. Um, but... Um, well, uh, um, yeah, I think role play. Give it my final thoughts. Um, have fun with it. Don't be afraid to laugh. Uh, I would say that about any amount of kink or sex that you're going to be participating in um, because it should be fun. And, um, and uh, just, yeah, just don't walk before you can run and communicate. Be open and uh, be... Also, you know, be open to listening and being open to share, and uh, I think you'll always have better sex. In my opinion.
1: Here, here, You're <laughs> so, here, here. So,
0: thank you. Yeah, right. um, thank you both so much for being on the show today. Uh, I've already got you slated to come back for a special panel uh, with another guest, <laughs> uh, which I'm super excited for. And it's a popular topic that uh, I realized that um, I've kind of, I didn't glaze over. I just realized that uh, I realized people might not, that they might want to hear that I didn't even think about. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm going to have you, uh, it was like right in front of me. Um, So I'm going to have you guys back. Um, But for those that don't know, what is, what's coming up for you guys? Uh, I mean, we're headlong going into May, soon it'll be summer, June. Um, I know you, you guys are always busy. So please tell everybody what, what you got coming up or where they can find you. Yeah. What are your, what's going I'll on? I'll
1: go first because it's getting really busy for me. Um, The easiest place to find me is Reddit under Snakey Smut. You can also find me on Twitter under the same name. I'm pretty much Snakey Smut everywhere. Um, Twitter, Reddit. Um, I have a subreddit, which is the Chamber of Smut. Um, I'm also on OnlyFans. So yeah, I'm pretty much anywhere you can think of even literatica these days <laughs> yeah, right as snakey there Eat. is
2: literally no stopping. Yeah,
1: i know <laughs> i'm just i i said this year i wanted to branch out like a slutty tree so that's what i'm doing <laughs> so yeah you can find mm-hmm. me any, almost anywhere under snakey Smut. thank you for letting me plug myself <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome
0: you're welcome <laughs> and you talking smut where can we where can we hear all your talking?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, mostly Reddit. Um, where I, I also have a subreddit called The Smut Cave. Um, because, let's face it, who doesn't want to be Batman sometimes? Yeah. Uh, uh, where else? Uh, I have a Patreon. But, you know, you won't find it because it's not safe for work. But you will see me advertise it on Twitter. Where mm-hmm. I, I pop up on a regular basis to talk about what I'm up to. Um, I am I'm also active on Twitch. I'm oh. talking smart. I game and stream.
1: Yes, you do, and it's fun.
2: I do. Um, yeah. So yeah, but anyway, all, all the usual places under the name Talking Smart, uh, apart from OnlyFans, don't have one of those. <laughs> don't think I'm going to. Oh,
1: come on.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah. And uh. Yeah. You guys are just branching out, and that's good. It's good. I love to see it. I love to see people branching out um i think it's it means a lot to me because uh you know uh i'm one of the old guard of um not much older than you guys even though (laughs) i feel ancient um in the reddit department but when i started branching out was just not something people did Mm -hmm. they wanted us to Mm -hmm. keep us in a little nice little corner of the internet, Mountains. and now they British. can no longer do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Broken out, and now I have a be-
0: podcast on Spotify. So
3: yeah, <laughs> <not>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it's good. It's it's great to see people more and more branch out. Um, mm-hmm. Those that follow me, obviously, you have the podcast. Twitter is where I probably put the most BS slash announcements out (laughs) on top of everything. Um, And I share the hell out of all my friends' stuff as much as I can, as much as I'm on there. And um, I have Patreon and other things. And... Big stuff coming. Uh, I've started branching into other mediums and very large ambitious projects which I don't know why I'm doing that but (laughs) other than that they make me feel alive and exciting and uh, I want to bring, yeah they really can and yeah because I can and because they can and we can and we're all going (laughs) to do everything we want to (laughs) do. Um so thank you guys so much uh for being on the show again and uh, and we'll see you back on that panel episode. Yeah. Looking forward to wait. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Remember to kink responsibly. Have fun and make sure your sex is great. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.